I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, starting a new series Beneath the Veneer, I take you to the Gulf of Aqaba in Jordan. The story of Tintin, a real-life sunken tank, and a an universe unknown. Brussels 1956. Two men, a journalist and a ship's captain, bump into an old acquaintance, General Alcazar. As they return to the captain's home, they find that another acquaintance, the Emir of Khemet, Mohammed ben Khalish Ezab, is in his home. He has however been overthrown by his nemesis, Sheikh Bab al-Aher. The journalist and the ship's captain decide to travel to Khemet and help the Emir regain control of his kingdom. What follows is a story of intrigue and deceit, culminating in the Emir recapturing Khemet. If you are wondering in which country did all this action take place, you would be hard pressed to find it on a map, and not just a map of today, but any map which existed in history. Simply because Khemet is fictional, so is General Alcazar and the Emir. But very well known are the ship's captain and the journalist, who go by the names of Captain Haddock and Tintin. What you just heard was the plot of one of the most acclaimed Tintin adventures. The kingdom of Khemet lies next to a sea. which gives the book its title the red sea sharks the red sea is a seawater inlet of the indian ocean lying between africa and asia its connection to the ocean is in the south through the gulf of aden to its north lie the sinai peninsula the gulf of aqaba and the gulf of suez leading to the suez canal the gulf of aqaba is exactly where i found myself almost 3 years ago it's part of a country which lies on the crossroads of asia europe and africa and is more well known for a sea where it's considered impossible to drown the dead sea while i did manage to get to the dead sea and spend some time floating in it what captivated me about jordan and the gulf of aqaba was something i had previously never considered doing but before i tell you more about it i want to take you back to the year 1952 around the time where the red sea sharks was probably just an idea in the mind of tintin's author hodge in june of 1952 The United States Fish and Wildlife Service received a letter of resignation from its most famous marine biologist. On the line requesting the reason for resignation, she had stated plainly, "To devote my time to writing." She went on to become the voice that brought nature to the forefront of American national consciousness. You may know her as Rachel Carson, the author of Silent Spring, which uncovered the harmful effect of pesticides on the environment. She is widely credited to have launched the global environmental movement. But before all this, She wrote an essay that eventually became her first book, The Sea Around Us. The Gulf of Aqaba was the first time I dived into the ocean. Given its geography and climatic conditions, it's considered one of the best dive spots in the world. But it isn't until your first dive that you realize what you have been missing. In just a moment as you go underwater, the world goes silent. It's almost as if sound, considered such a vital part of the human experience, was superfluous to the existence of the underwater creatures. The surface of the sea which seems lifeless hides an underwater world 
that is beyond our imagination. I am reminded of the words of Carson, who captures it beautifully, more than I ever could. When we go down to the lowest of the low tide lines and look down into the shallow waters, there is all the excitement of discovering a new world. Once you have entered such a world, its fascination grows, and somehow you find your mind has gained a new dimension, a new perspective, and always thereafter you find yourself remembering the beauty and strangeness and wonder of that world, a world that is real. as much as a part of the universe as our own everywhere i looked the ocean was teeming with life in such diverse forms that my imagination failed to comprehend from coral reefs to sea floor dwelling creatures but then my diving instructor led me to one of the most bizarre things i had seen anywhere a sunken military tank it was not the remnant of a bloody war but a decommissioned tank from the jordanian military it was sunk on purpose by the king of jordan to encourage underwater tourism in his country and that posed a challenging question the coral reefs are extremely sensitive to their environment and a sunken tank surely disrupts them but the desire of a king to bring in more revenues to his resource starved country money which could lift the quality of life of his people is a noble goal like life there are no neat answers i posed this question to my dive instructor as to where she stood on this and she said we dive because we want to see the world we don't see every day what you may have missed is how the corals had now started growing around the tank itself the sea had made the tank its own and the tank itself has attracted a lot more people to even peep underwater we have only explored 5% of our oceans whereas we have already sent space rovers to mars if a sunken tank is what it takes for us to wake up to the world underwater i'm all for it the practicality of her answer surprised me it spoke of her love for the ocean and the need for awareness and money to solve problems she went on to tell me that part of the money generated from tourist dives is used by them to clean ocean floors of plastic her passion for our oceans took me back to who else but rachel carson the next time you have a chance to dive just go for it because you absolutely do not know what you have been missing i will leave you with some of carson's finest words who has known the ocean neither you nor i with our earth bound senses know the foam and surge of the tide that beats over the crab hiding under the seaweed of his tide pool home or the lilt of the long slow swells of mid ocean where shoals of wandering fish prey and are preyed upon and the dolphin breaks the waves to breathe the upper atmosphere nor can we know the vicissitudes of life on the ocean floor where sunlight filtering through 100 feet of water makes but a fleeting bluish twilight in which dwell sponge and mollusk and starfish and coral where swarms of diminutive fish twinkle through the dusk like a silver rain of meteors and eels lie in wait among the rocks even less is it given to man to descend those six incomprehensible miles into the recesses of the abyss where rain utter silence and unwearying cold and eternal night to sense this world of waters known to the creatures of the sea we must shed our human perceptions of length breadth time and place and enter vicariously into a universe of all pervading water if you like this podcast don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the ivm network you can listen to us on the ivm podcast app or ivmpodcast.com you can also follow us on our social media We are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter, 
and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YB Travel 42 on Instagram.